What is going on, Suns fans? Justin here, and with me, as always, are my podcasting partners, Paul and Dan. Yo, yo. What's going on, on, everybody? Oh, I like those. And welcome to this episode of Fanning the Flames, the OG Phoenix Suns podcast that is made for the fans. That's you guys by the fans. That is us. Again, as always, intro and outro music provided by Park in Maine. Rest in peace, Park in Maine. Rest in peace, Norm MacDonald, by the way. Not to start off like on a bad note, like right in here, but I said RIP and that just came right out. So RIP, Norm MacDonald. Jeez, how do I, what did I just do? I just killed us right off the bat, didn't I? Save us, somebody. It's kind of brutal. Moment of silence. That was well done, Paul. I think the moment of silence was a great idea. So let's 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 get going. Let's keep going here on this episode of Fanning the Flames. You, of course, can follow me. I'm on Twitter. I'm at so says J Paul. At Dervish of World. Dan. D Duarte89. And the pod is at Fan the Flames NBA. And of course, make sure to subscribe on all those pod forms out there. And if you do subscribe, please rate and review. So, boys. How y'all doing tonight, yeah. this morning, this afternoon? What's up? Doing good. Doing good. What do we got? Five weeks till NBA's back? Is that the I right mass? I think it's less than that, dude. I, uh, I want to say... It's first game's on October 20th, right? Ah, you're, right. you're right. You're right. You're right. About so, five weeks. Yeah, about five weeks. <laughs> All so, right. It, it, that happened quickly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay so all right let's just let's just roll it i'm sorry i shouldn't have thrown it to you guys like that that was rude of me that was absolutely rude of me so let's get right into what we're we're going to talk about tonight and we're going to start off we're going to start off this episode of fanning the flames by talking about not the phoenix suns well kind of okay. the phoenix suns tangentially the phoenix suns but we're going to talk about the Arizona Cardinals. Dan, you're, are you wearing a – no, you're wearing a Dimebag shirt right now, huh? I can't see. I can only see the – You're talking yeah, about them a, too. <laughs> I, it's a Diamondback shirt. But I'm glad you brought up the Cardinals. Oh, Dan, you are. Why? Because it is fuck Patrick Peterson week. <laughs> are you saying – Dan, are you saying that you have some bad blood <laughs> with Patrick Peterson? Look, man, Is that what you're saying? <laughs> you guys all know how I feel. It really irritates me when somebody leaves a team or leaves a town and everybody has to say, oh, I hope he does well. I wish him well. Good for him. No, fuck them. I don't wish Patrick Peterson well. He got suspended here. He sucked ass last season. Got blocked by Jared Goff. So I do not wish him well. I hope he falls on his fucking face in Minnesota. And you know what? I, I get it that he was a good Cardinal while he was here, but mm, he's not here anymore. And he kind of lit the, you know, he poured gasoline on the bridge and kind of lit it on fire. So yeah, I don't care. Have you, I don't know if you guys have seen this on Twitter, but there's people that we've talked about this on the podcast. I think, I think it was just me and you, Justin, but um, uh-huh. there's people that are <laughs> purchasing number 21 jerseys with Warred on the back. <laughs> and it's fucking great oh yeah including chuck harris who like writes for the cardinals or writes about the cardinals for some publication which is awesome but yeah sorry rent over but i mean that's tame in your from your standards dan i feel like there'd be more ammunition there 
I, well, I, you know, I was told that the listeners don't <laughs> like when I cuss too much, so I have to dial it down a bit. We do. Yeah. If so, Espo's cussing uh, now, we okay, can Okay, hold on. Hold, okay, so let's 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 circle the wagons here, boys, and calm down a little bit because that went way off the rails. That was not anywhere near what I was going to be talking about. I I, I can't. <laughs> Patrick Peterson, Dan, bad blood. We get it. We get it. But that wasn't exactly where I was going. I think you know, uh, you guys know where I'm going with this, right? And this is a point well, that I yeah. brought up. You I brought up it. I teased it a little bit. Like I, I tweeted out, and, and here's wh- how, why I had this revelation. I tweeted something out the other day, or maybe it was this morning. I don't know. I lose track. Where I basically said, maybe it's about time that I forgive the Bidwells. What actually made me think that was I saw the video of Gambo taunting Keyshawn after the game last weekend. That was fantastic. It was a great video. It was outstanding. (laughs) Well done by Gambo. But that triggered in my head. I was like, why am I still there's Why is there bad blood, Justin, between, between me and the Cardinals still? Is that something that I need to let go of? And made me then kind of trigger the thought process. Am I actually a little bit of a hypocrite for not being a Cardinals fan, quote unquote? I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't not like the Cardinals. They're not just, they're just not my team. I consider myself a Chargers fan when it comes to football. Obviously, Suns when it comes to basketball. But, why? And here's where it all kind of, go up, Paul, go ahead, go ahead. Well, I guess just to ask a little bit of context here. Why are you not a Cardinals fan and why are you a Chargers fan as somebody who was born and raised in Arizona, which I think we'll go to. Well, our you guys well, want to let's, let's step back. Let's, State, hold on. Right? Let's step. Oh, hold on. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. No. Let's, let's, let's calm down. First of all, <laughs> That's first insulting. Of all, yeah. No. Second of all, let's do this. Dan, when we when we kind of chatted about this earlier, you came up with a pretty quick answer. To, am I a hypocrite for being a Chargers fan instead of a Cardinals fan, but also a Suns fan? What was your response to that? My response to that was yes. Um, and why is that? And here's where I'm kind of going, because I want to hear what your immediate reaction is. And then to what Paul was getting to, I want to say, here's why. And then I'm curious as to whether that changes Dan's mind at all. So my initial reaction, and I think I shared it with you guys, is I was joking um, at first, when I said yes, it was it was more of a you know tongue in cheek, just kind of you know buddy buddy, just giving shit. And then Paul, you know, as he always does, uh, decided to pour gasoline on the fire, and I kind of just went along with it, um, <laughs> which which was fun because I kept he kept like coming up with the reasons, and I just kept like like purposely shitting on his point, even though it may or may not have made sense, um, but. I then said that, you know, it's it's not black and white, right? There's shades of gray. I have always been of the belief that, you know what, whatever. Like, if you like, it's all how you got, you know, brought up. The thing that does bug me, though, and he's he's a, you know, we're all cool with John Voida. Voida, love you, buddy. <laughs> John Voida is... Like, hey, hey, hey on, hold on, man. hold on. No, For the record, I did not... Hold on. For the record, I did not expect him to go down this route. I, I guess I should have I thought of it, but I'm um, go on. John John Voida is a Phoenix Suns fan and a Los Angeles Dodgers fan. Fuck that. <laughs> and to be fair, to be fair, me and me and Voida have gone back and forth on this 
quite a bit. So he's, you know, it, it's in it's in good fun. I still say fuck that, but it's in good fun, right? Uh, boy is a good guy. He's a cool dude. Uh, met him before. Chug beers and drank with him before. So, uh, you know, no, we're we're cool. But I don't necessarily agree with that. Much like when you know one Brandon Clean says, "Yes, you know, I'm a Suns fan." And I'm also a Cardinals fan, but oh my god, I fucking love Russell Wilson. No, dude. No, you can't fucking do that. You cannot be a Cardinals fan and love Russell Wilson. You can't. Can't you can't do that. Just no. You can't be an Arizona Diamondbacks fan, a diehard, and say, oh my God, Clayton Kershaw, he's a fucking amazing. No, no, fuck that guy. It's 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 I don't know, man. I, maybe I'm just a little too far off the rails when it comes to being a fan. I can't do that. Just can't do it. Then I guess yeah. the question becomes: <laughs> So you use those scenarios. So is it okay on 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 a, on on its face for Paul, both Paul and I, because Paul is also a Chargers fan, for both Paul and I to be Chargers fans and also Phoenix Suns fans? I would say it's. Or do we have a problem? It? Do we have a problem? <laughs> <laughs> I, wanna, I mean, it's, we, uh, I want to go a little. We're going to go a little, little uh, D and W here. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, it bugs me a little bit, but at the same time, it's just not, you know, it's not. There's no conflict of interest, I guess you could say. That's a fair point. And even though, even though, and it's funny because I'm sitting here, we're talking about LA, but I mean, I still, it's hard for me to consider the Chargers really even an LA team still. And right, I, right. And that doesn't which is, I think, is one reason why I was actually able to kind of remain a Chargers fan after they moved because. Yeah, if I lived in San Diego, I think I okay. would have dropped them. So, so Justin, you, you, let me bring up this point, and this might resonate with you even more. Uh oh. Who, who, who have I, who's, who have I been an apologist for that you hate that I've said was one of, was my favorite player for years? Oh, LeBron, LeBron James. When he went to the Lakers, fuck that guy. He's dead to me. No, thanks. It's, it's a, it's a direct conflict of interest. Like you, like, no, there's something about putting on that uniform, something about, being a rival, a direct rivals with my team, that just makes it not okay for me. I don't, I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I just need to. So, open so my the mind rule up. is, so in your mind, the rule is, you are not allowed to be fans of teams that directly oppose in division teams in the city you live in. If you root for certain teams in the city you live in, it's very, very yeah. specific, Dan. So, like, you know, like, I, yeah, my yeah, fandom is like, very all I over feel the like place. It's almost like a gut thing more than yeah. anything, Dan. Like you is can't, you, right? you can't be a Cardinals fan and a Spurs fan. Like, no, dude. Uh, okay, I, okay, I, I see what I see. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you can't. Oh, oh I, yeah, I get and and I've and I've had yeah, that. No, oh, I dude, I'm a, I'm a Spurs fan, but I was born in Arizona. No, what? Okay, you're born in Arizona? You're born and raised in Arizona. You're a Cardinals fan, but you like the Spurs? Okay, do you even watch basketball? That's what I want to know. Because if you did, you would know that that's not okay. And maybe you might want to keep that shit to yourself. Just saying. You know what's weird is I feel like he just described Tony 
Paul, I, I feel like our buddy Tony is a, is he a Spurs fan. A, he is a Spurs fan. He is. I did Spurs not know fan. that. Yeah, yeah. It's a weird. I, that's a, it's. A, it's. A, there's a weird I, I mean, backstory there. Well, I don't know if there really is, but <laughs> felt I mean, like there's, there. There's, I need to give him some cover there. Look, there's man. My, my reasoning may not make sense, but it makes sense to me. I don't know. No, I get it. I mean, I think where it comes down to, I think. For both of you guys who were essentially born and raised in Arizona, you know, becoming a fan of a team outside of Arizona is kind of odd unless, you know, you became a fan because of your dad. Usually that that's usually the two primary ways that you people become fans of teams are their dad turned them onto a team just because it's yep. usually where, where it comes from or they live somewhere and those are the teams around them. I mean, my personal fandom, because it's all over the place, is – Usually I root for the team of kind of where I live when I got into the sport because, you know, I'm a St. Louis blues hockey fan because I lived in St. Louis when I started playing hockey and they were there and they were good at the time. I'm a Suns fan because I moved here right after the 92 finals run and they were fun. And then I met Justin <laughs> if we were in San Diego. They were, they were fun, and then I met Justin. I'd seen well, like you you kicked my you kicked my you kicked my fandom up like a ton of notches. Actually, it's something I talk about it with. I love but, and, it. But, I feel. But I'm, then, I'm, like I'm San Diego, I could have been such a positive influence in your life, Paul. I lived in San Diego when they got Danian Tomlinson, and I didn't really have a football team prior to that because I moved a bunch. Like, I probably should be a Cowboys fan, but my dad refused to let me be a Cowboys fan because he's a Giants fan. And that was like How one did, of his rules. <laughs> You're not allowed to be a Cowboys fan. Like, did you ever try? And then he actually like inhibited yeah. a oh, I need Lee. I, li- I live in example. I lived in Dallas during the Troy Aikman years. Of course I wanted to be a Cowboys fan. No, just so just like generally your life in general, that was a goal that you wanted that it was just absolutely not, you know, achievable. Could well, you, I did you ever I would call it a goal? Like, did you, did you have any like Cowboy root- stuff under your bed? No, but like I rooted for him in Super Bowls and he's like, no, we're rooting for the Bills. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I guess, like, yep. Okay. That makes sense. I mean, yeah, I, I was like sense. eight. I didn't really know what I was doing yet. But, hey, hold on. I like hold on. I like what I like how I got an idea. Let's talk about the Suns and I feel like we can actually do that here. Okay. What is Paul you, you just talked about how this is when I got into the Suns, you know, when you moved to to Phoenix, you got into basketball, yeah. so that's how you got into the Suns. What's your like earliest fond Suns memory? Like moment, team, game, whatever the case might be. And I'm going to ask you the same question, Dan. Well, it's weird it's weirdly not the Suns specifically, but it was the All Star Game. But it was, the, it was the All Star Game. Like that's of like course. If, if you ask me. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go but ahead. It, I'm it was sorry. the All Star Game in Phoenix. That was, you know, that like looking back, I don't have a specific memory. I mean, there was. I got to sit courtside once when I was like twelve, but I don't even remember who was playing. Was it a Suns game? Yes, it was or a Suns game. I don't like remember who they were playing against. Game. I don't remember who they were playing against, but yeah, my my dad's company used to have a box, and his boss had courtside tickets too, and he let me sit in them one day. See, there that was you super go. Fun. See, uh, see, I just needed to prod you along a little bit by ridiculing your first choice, and you came up with a fantastic second one. I loved that. It doesn't matter if you don't remember who they were playing. 
that's an awesome memory to have as a little kid like that, dude. Right? Right? Yeah, I met Oliver Miller. There you look. See, look, and look, Paul. It's like all of this is coming back now. It kind of right? is. <laughs> see, look at that. I so, forgot I met Oliver Miller. This is like Miller therapy right, right now. now. So. Look, I was a psych major in college, dude. Look, I'm good at. this. I know your mom didn't. <laughs> yeah, my mom literally didn't know I was a psych major until like I was a junior. When she asked me the question, I, I, it was sophomore year. Exact I think. word. Sophomore year was, "Why are you taking so Second many semester. psychology courses?" <laughs> well, mom, I'm a psych major. Anyway, there was more inflection in it. Paul might have more memories. <laughs> no, I was just uh, saying there's more inflection when you said you were a psych major. So, like, <laughs> go ahead, Dan. It's time to talk about college and shit. Wow. Hey, look at this. This is like the first time ever Dan's been like quiet and then didn't come out right. But I feel like Dan's never been pushed out of a conversation before. And I feel like he was a bit pushed out right there. My apologies, Daniel. That's the, right. is yours. the microphone is yours. The air is yours. So, no, it's it's the reason I was so quiet. Is I was thinking about this and it's kind of it's, it's ironic because uh, this past year with the finals. So my daughter, I've taken her to several son's games. Um, you know, since she was a baby and I can't get her into basketball and she, but she loves the Diamondbacks. Like she loves the Diamondbacks. And every time I tell her we're going to a Diamondbacks game, she like freaks out. She's like, we're going to go see my favorite players. And, you know, she bawled like a baby when Goldschmidt got traded. And I told her Jake Lamb wasn't um, on the team. Me so too. It was, uh, so there was that, but this year me and her actually got to bond over the Suns a little bit. With the run, right? They went on the first, uh, you know, big run, and she was all in on the game. She was cheering. She told me she wanted a Devin Booker jersey, and I, you know, I got her all the, you know, the shirts and stuff like that. And she wore them, and she told all her friends at school that, you know, her favorite player is Devin Booker, and her mommy has a crush on him, and all this stuff, right? Uh, and it's funny because my daughter's eight years old, and one of my memories from when like i was all in was when i was eight years old it was rex chapman's shot in the 97 playoffs um against the sonics and that was one of the most vivid memories i've ever seen because i just i remember where i was i wasn't watching the game because at the time my parents we didn't have cable we didn't have cable because frankly we couldn't afford it and I was listening to Al McCoy on the radio on six on six twenty, and I remember my me, me and my brother listening and Al McCoy going nuts. He didn't say Shazam. He said, "Oh, oh, Shazam!" And me and my brother just looked at each other with these big ass eyes, and I'm like, "Okay, this is it. I, I'm I'm hooked." And it it's just it kind of it, I just found it kind of ironic because my daughter's first memories when she was eight years old was this year with the finals run and mine was with that shot with rex chapman and yeah you, you know it's funny you, you draw that parallel right there because i have the same type of thing with the finals run for the sons and my my kid my young my oldest kid um when let's see because 92 93 i would have been during that finals run i would have turned 11 my kid turned 11 during this last final well not during it but during this last season nice yeah so yeah it's like 
that parallel and the, the finals run, of course, well, hey, you know what? Both ended with freaking heartache, too. And <laughs> God damn it, dude. I, but, to, I went down a down a dark path again today about that. So, anyways. Did you, did you do <laughs> one of your random uh, shouts? Yeah. Or like, you know. <clears throat> at work? <laughs> no, nah, this time I was in my car, but it's so... It's, it was worse. It sucked. It was worse. Uh, <laughs> is there any personal Paul property fuck. damage? No, it was right when Paul said buck in the group chat. And I was like, buck? Question mark with a sad <laughs> face. <laughs> Too soon, man. Oh, man. That's what <laughs> set you off. Oh, okay. Anyway. Um, yeah, so I, I had that that similar, similar parallel there. Uh, and then... Sorry, my computer just decided to start doing an uh, update, apparently. Um, oh. Anyway, uh, I think back. So my my favorite, like, early Suns memory was the game where Tom Chambers scored 60 points uh, against the Sonics. Uh, it was at the Madhouse on McDowell. It was in March. We were there. There and I've told that on this podcast. They aired it recently, or recently, it's probably been like a year now, but on what is now Bally sports, Arizona. And I caught myself in the crowd a couple of times. That is super neat, but that was definitely like Tom chambers, that game. And then Tom chambers being a Phoenix sun was kind of what got me really hooked on the Phoenix suns. Dude. I, I got my hair cut like Tom chambers when I was a kid. It was, it was, well, that was no. I, funny. I Tom really, chambers was my favorite player when I was a kid too. Right. My dude, dad makes the, fun of me for it. He's the man, man. And I, I got a, I got a selfie with him after a game a couple of years ago, uh, at that, at that bar next to, next to where they used to do the post game, and it was, you know, probably an hour and a half after the game. So yeah, we we're it was pretty sussed up, but very happy looking picture. So I got that going for me. So look, I love, I loved that little tangent that we went on. That was a fun trip down memory lane. Even, even the, the, those little painful connections though were still sweet, right? I love that. I love that. Wow. That's why. That, dude, that's why I'm so excited about this season coming up. Dude, oh, man, we get the Suns again in just how many weeks did you guys calculate? We got the abacus out. I saw you guys doing that math. What was it? Four weeks Five. and six days. Four weeks and six days. To be exact. Jeez. So, I mean, I guess I guess you can say 34 days. We could say that. We could that. <laughs> you good? You all right there, buddy? You had to think about that for a second. I was like, I was like, I was like, wait, was this math right? But then I, I, to be honest, kind of stopped listening for a moment and was like, well, what did he actually That's say? That's still just such a short amount of time. Because like, when does training camp start? Isn't that like uh, next week or some I shit? I want to say two weeks. I want to say the 30th? I feel like between 28th? Dan... I feel like between Dan starting this pot off, going off on Patrick Peterson again, and now us having the same conversation about when exactly didn't we have this conversation? We had this conversation. <laughs> so let's talk about something else. Hey, so we were talking the seasons coming up, right? And yep. you know, first of all, first of all, one thing we haven't mentioned yet is let's give a shout out to the guys, gals, everybody over at. PHNX, dude, right? We haven't potted oh, since yeah. they, they they launched, and I feel like we just have to give some props. That they're running that thing beautifully over there. Espo and team. I, I I'm sorry, I'm just gonna say it like that because he's probably the only one that would listen to our podcast anyway, right? Oh, we'll see, we'll see now. Maybe not, but yeah. I'm loving what they're doing. It's fun, and and uh, 
congrats to them. They're, they're, they're doing awesome. If you guys haven't heard of it or checked it out, you should, right? Yeah. Go sign up. Yeah. And uh, so, I, so what? Get a t-shirt. You guys good now? We good? They, so, they, don't, they don't ship the Phoenix though. Yeah, they don't ship the Phoenix or Saginaw, Michigan for that, for that matter. <laughs> I, I, I think that's just your account. They want to ship to you, dude. <laughs> have, have, have you guys ordered stuff? And yeah, have you? Yeah. Went through just fine. Shut the fuck <laughs> yeah. up. Yep. Oh wait, I yep. didn't realize that. Now, now I actually feel a little bit hurt. <laughs> I wanted to say it earlier today, but I wanted to let <laughs> you keep going it's been because like it's kind of funny. Days. I've been trying this constantly. I still get emails asking me to complete my purchase, and then I try to, and it's like wah wah wah. You cannot. But anyway, um, the reason I. I I got into that little bit of a segue there was because uh, on some of the stuff that they've been doing on the Suns uh, solar panel and some, you know, uh, really all over, you know, Twitter recently, obviously there's been a lot of talk about the decision to extend DeAndre and Mikhail Bridges, right? Uh, we've had that conversation on this pod and I think we've all come to the conclusion that, yeah, DA is going to and deserves to get that max. And then we think you, oh, well, we don't agree on that no. I, I agree, but it. some people don't, and it kind of pisses oh. me off. But oh, well, we, okay. we Let's... as fanning flames, agree on it. Yeah, I won't. <laughs> Dan, go you get off so triggered, it. man. I'm just, God damn like, it, I'm, I'm just, I'm just, just talking tired. about us here. You get upset the, that people so, disagree with us. It's, just, I mean. it's, not, it's not that. It's like the whole thing. Like all these people that were, you know, sucking off Luka Doncic for the longest time, and then they're like, "Oh, DeAndre is taking a step in the playoffs, so I got to give him some love." And now it's the off season, and they're like, you know what? Let me take a little bit of a jab just to remind people where where I was before. It just, god damn it, dude! It just pisses me off. I'm sorry, it's triggered. Okay, you know? all right, you are triggered a little bit. So let's, but let's let's unsurprisingly, let's talk about <laughs> these know. guys. That's why, guys. Oh, that's why. Man. That's why. That's why I'm here. Because I'm easily so much, triggered. So much. I mean. Baby, we got bad blood is just like the – that's going to be the episode. Dude, I, let's you know not – don't like, even don't, don't do, do it. it. Well, I, I like literally cannot. <laughs> but – Well, you, you can I just like, title the episode that. Paul could just <laughs> – oh, and that I can do. Paul, you could just start singing. Anyway, so where I was going with this was let's let's do a little uh, – what, what was it? What was the was it King Solomon? What was the king that you know the the cutting the baby in half? You know King the, Solomon. Was that what yep. it was? Mm-hmm. So what did you remember in your uh, Sunday Solomon's school? Solomon's choice is that what it's called, right? I never went but to anyway. Sunday school. So I was talking me, about Justin. Oh, okay. I that was that's that's apparently something that I retained from the seventeen years of Catholic school that I went to. Actually, I guess is what it would ultimately be. But that's all different therapy session for a different day right anyway um so the next two guys that come to mind after you know Aiton uh well I guess we talked about Bridges but obviously be Bridges but then obviously also I think Cam Johnson right is the next guy who's he's he's a year younger but would be the next guy coming up that you're thinking about okay he's gonna need to be extended if this group is gonna stay together now Certainly, because they're all with the team on rookie contracts, there's ways to keep them here. But what if there's a scenario where you have to choose either Mikhail Bridges or Cam Johnson? 
you can only keep one of those guys. <laughs> and let's not turn this into a conversation about somebody being cheap or robbers. Or this is a, this is a but hypothetical yeah, universe. Nothing to do okay? with that. Hypothetical universe. If you had to pick one of those two guys, which one would you take? Who wants to go first? If nobody volunteers by the time I finish saying this, I'm going to pick. Paul. I want Mikhail. Full stop, period. That's Damn. my argument. I feel like that last part was unnecessary, but um, I'm going to take Cam Johnson. Okay. Hold on. What did, what did you say, Paul? I don't After? Know. It was weird. It was something from like Encyclopedia Brown or some shit. Because it was that Full weird. stop, period? I don't know, dude. <laughs> what does that mean? It just means that's my argument. I want Mikhail Bridges. Full stop, like, period. I feel like is that really, is that really all you're going to have to say about this? No, because, it's not. Okay, I'm just making sure because no, I don't like that. <laughs> it's not good. It's not so, good pod. It's so we've, not got, good pod. we've got Paul on Team Mikhail. We've got yep. Dan on Team Cam. Ooh, I like that too. That sounds good. Dan, Cam, huh? Damn, Cam. Anyway, Paul, wow. your argument sure. in favor of Mikhail Bridges. Please. All right. So Mikhail Bridges is elite at something that is rare in the NBA. He's an elite wing defender. There are not a lot of the, there are good defenders, but there are not elite wing defenders. And in today's NBA, having an elite wing defender is crucial because the game revolves around wings. You know, the best players in the league are wings, you know, whether it's Kawhi or Devin Booker, um, Clay Thompson, I'm blanking on the guys. Don't, but... no. <laughs> don't fucking mention Clay Thompson. Why? Oh, Jesus Why Christ. would you say that? Paul. You didn't know <sighs> what? I was gonna evoke. Good lord. Anyway, Dan, Dan. Just counterpoint. I need hey, a second. Check check your props and see what's going on over there. Let's let, let we'll let Paul go. Go to here's your my, okay. So so here's <laughs> Paul, were you, I don't think Paul was done. He just Paul rattled off continue. Clay Thompson Sorry. and everything went 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 off the wall. No, well, I, I blanked on way, I wings. Like I There's a lot of wings. Jimmy Butler. Part of my take or something. <laughs> Jimmy Butler, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown. Oh, God damn Bradley it. Beal. Really? Jason Tatum, dude? Really? Hold on. Okay, was it no Clay Thompson? Okay, hold on. Let's, let, me, let me stop. Paul, stop naming players, okay? We get, I get, I get, we get that point. <laughs> Apparently Dan doesn't because he doesn't nope. want me. Um, just I'm go. pissing him off. <laughs> All right, I'm done with Paul now. Dan, go ahead. It's your turn. <laughs> no, it, it's it's fine, dude. I get it. Um, because you know that's everybody goes to Jason Tatum. We know that already. Um, hold on. Actually, hold on. No, that that's not my point, dude. <laughs> okay. Let's actually let's reset because I want to actually hear what Paul has to say here, Paul. You're on Team McHale, and then we got hey, Team Dan. And Cam. Team Tatum and Clay Thompson, too, apparently. Yes. We'll, we'll put them that's, that's in the, the, the subs. Okay. Okay. Paul, just you don't have to acknowledge it, right? Right? <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is amazing. I love this. Okay. So you, Paul, are on Team yeah. McHale. Yes. You've started to explain that he's elite. He's an elite defender. Mm-hmm. And you were going into his value as a wing player. We understand the value of the wing in the NBA. You do not go need to go into specific examples, but please continue. Well, no, my my point was there are 
the vast majority of the stars in the NBA are wing players. You know, they are the scorers to have a elite defender who can lock those guys up is rare. And those guys are extremely valuable. I mean, we have, we have our, we have our elite scorer in Booker. Um, we've got DA as a backline defender, but you know that you need that point of attack defender as well. And having Mikhail in that position is, Okay, dude, um, you know, is, is important. Cam, you know, what he provides is great. I, I love it, but it is replicable. It's much more easily replicable than what Mikhail brings, even though it doesn't show up in the stats. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> much more easily replicable. Okay. Um, no, I'm just, I'm kidding, dude. No, honestly, so this is, this is much closer than, it, I, I'm not, by all means, because uh, people are going to jump down my throat. I'm not saying Mikel sucks. I fucking love Mikel Bridges. He's amazing. Um, I, and I, I love Cam Johnson. I feel like Mikel, aside from a couple games in the playoffs, he kind of dis- not disappeared, but he didn't play up to expectations, I want to say. Uh, minus a couple games, of course, especially that uh, game two, one of the game twos. I've I, I, been slowly trying to forget these playoffs because it hurts too much to remember but um my thing with with cam johnson okay so mikhail we can all agree is an elite defender um should have made all uh all nba uh, defense one of the all uh, nba defensive teams but didn't because people like zach Lowe are dumb and are terrible at takes apparently even though i used to really love zach Lowe, but something happened to him anyway um Cam Johnson, so yes, Mikel is an elite defender. Uh, Mikel also plays more minutes than Cam Johnson. I feel that it, like if if Cam Johnson was given the opportunity and the minutes that Mikel was, he would absolutely hold his own. I mean, in the playoffs, we saw him guard LeBron James. We saw him hold his own against everyone that he guarded. And people raved about how good he was defensively and how smart he was defensively and how he knew where to be. And he just... He just had the basketball IQ. He had the smarts, and he didn't. He was never overmatched. Whereas Mikel, even though he's a great defender, I feel like going into year four—that's year four—that's coming up for him. Um, man, I really wish he would have put on a little bit more muscle and weight because sometimes I feel like he's overmatched, and it's just a—it's a detriment to the team. Even though he's—he's he's great, and. The thing with Cam Johnson is Cam Johnson, and I I know you said it was more replicable, but Cam Johnson is an elite shooter. He's an elite shooter. Um, And he showed that he has immense athleticism. Uh, Just ask P.J. Tucker, right? Um, Just ask, you know, JaVale McGee and, you know, anybody else he's dunked on. I don't know who he dunked on in Cleveland um, in that overtime period, but he's just – he's really good. And I feel like he flashes and he shows people what he has when he gets the opportunity. Um, and Mikel, I feel like that the three point shot and the shooting kind of, uh, escapes him a little bit. Sometimes it, it leaves him and, you know, he'll have the great games like he did against the Pacers when he scored 34 points, when he scored his career high and he had a couple of playoff games that were huge. And, and I'm not trying to take anything away from him, but 
Sometimes I feel like that three point shot evades him a little bit. Um, he's an elite slasher, though. I love the you know the cutting that he does. Um, but you know if he you know if he has one of those off seasons where he can you know work on a more consistent three point shot as well as a game off the dribble and creating his own shot, that would go a long ways. But I'm just saying, as it stands now, if I had to pick one, I would pick Cam Johnson. Um, I'm not saying that it's like overwhelmingly one or the other. I'm just saying that if you ask me today, that's what I would pick. And I'm not saying I don't want, and, and of course we, everybody wants both of them, right? We all want them to keep both of them because we both love both of them. But, um, that's just my argument for it right now. And I'm, and now, now I'm just rambling. So, and that's all I have to say about that. No, I think you, I think you both bring up a lot of very good points. And ultimately at the end of the day, you know what the answer is? <laughs> The answer is God. Hey, Bobby S, open up that pop- pocketbook, baby, right? Because I, you know, he's. I think he's going to have to, you know. God, please, 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 it's please. Also, anyway, also, but, it's no, also a but, great problem to have, right? It really is. Drog and Bender and Marquise Chris is like you were hoping one of them like worked out, and neither of them did. Right. Neither of them came anywhere close to not even, to, neither, to working out. Neither of them are in the league anymore. I, and. I guess I'll I'll, uh, I'll I'll say this too, Paul. Do you do you well, Paul? Do you have any any other thoughts? Rebuttal. Any rebuttal? No. If you <laughs> well, no, I don't but think here we go. As of as of right do. now, Cam Johnson is not based on statistics. He's not an elite three point shooter. He's averages thirty six percent, which is oh, oh, okay, league Zach average. Lowe. I'm you know you know Zach Lowe. I'm not Zach Lowe t- said that about Mikel and defensive play and uh, all of. Uh, I'm NBA defense. You know that, right? I, I'm not saying he's not going to get there. I'm saying right now. That's fair. I'm, I'm just saying Zach Lowe was like, oh, I love Mikel Bridges, and he's a great defender. But I looked at the advanced statistics, and they went up to par, so I left them off the team. That that was his argument for it. I'm just saying. <laughs> and sorry, you know, continue. No, so, let Paul make his point. No, I just made him mad. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, Paul. you didn't. No, are you? <laughs> no, I was making fun of your dismissiveness of uh, Zach Lowe. Yeah, fuck that guy. I'm just kidding. Zach Lowe's he's a he's Paul, great. You man. drink you drink water out of a water bottle. Super weird. Like it's like yes. you don't move your head. You just move the bottle up, and like I feel like he was drinking angrily. <laughs> yeah, you're like a gerbil. Anyway. Uh, Paul, no, seriously. <laughs> that was fantastic. You're like a gerbil. I'm sorry, I didn't realize. Okay, anyway. Was, uh, Paul, where, so, so where do you stand, Justin? You're, you're the tiebreaker here. You can't pra- throw out a question. And... You know, it's funny because I, I, I was thinking of that question earlier, knowing my answer. And thinking that both of you guys would have exactly the answers that you had. And then I was like, okay, well, I know exactly where I'm going to end up on this. And then as we're getting ready to record, like not before, like when we were chatting a little bit, but just earlier in the evening, I started thinking about it more. And I was like, I don't know, maybe my answer changes. I, and I started coming to the exact opposite conclusion. But I think I'm going to ultimately... I think that I'm going to go with my original gut, and that's to say Cam Johnson. There's something about Cam Johnson that I just absolutely love. Um, 
And Paul, you're right. You're right about the shooting numbers. They're not there, but when you look at it and you see that stroke and it's beautiful. And it's funny because you look at, I kind of did, I did a comparison of the last two seasons between him and Mikhail. And of course now I don't have it in front of me. And over the last two years, Mikhail shot 40.1% from three point range overall. And Cam's at 36.7. Both are, you know, obviously at a great clip. One also takes a lot more uh, attempts. Um, well, I shouldn't say a lot more over the time frame. Uh, it's 5.2 to 3.5 over those two seasons, and that's attempts. But looking back to just last year, Mikhail which, was. Which one had uh, 5.2? Uh, uh, Cam had the 5.2 okay. attempts per game. Mikhail had 3.5. So, okay. but. Again, to 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 Dan's point, yeah, th- there's a reason why Cam Johnson went into that draft and came out of that draft, and I still would say probably out of that draft is the best shooter. Um, and even if those numbers aren't where they you know are, or we want them to be just yet, I think the other thing that we're seeing is that he's developing other areas of his game. And that's not to say that Mikhail hasn't developed other areas of his game, but I don't know why, and maybe it's just because. Maybe it's even my own bias, expecting it less from Cam than I would from Mikhail. But it just seems to me that that development is more apparent with with uh, Cam and just the use. He, he's putting the ball on the floor more than he did earlier in his career. I feel like the overall skill set that Cam might be able to bring to a team, in addition to you know having good size and, and like Dan pointed out, being able to hang defensively. Uh, is is going to ultimately be you know of more value than than Mikhail and and I'm not saying a lot more it's it's really not a lot more than a, a coin flip to me frankly um, but definitely that's one of those questions where I really think if and it's rare uh, especially for well I think anybody but for me in particular where if somebody says one thing and somebody says the other I'm not going to really sit there and go you're you're wrong or you're wrong. I don't think there's necessarily a wrong answer. You just, if you have to pick a side, you have to pick a side, right? Yes. And I, and again, hopefully this is our happy little hypothetical world where uh, Paul, you know, drinks water like a gerbil and we've got, you know, (laughs) Mikhail Bridges and, and Cam Johnson problems, but we never actually have them. Um, What will be interesting too, I mean, how much of, an impact does you know the expectation that cam is going to have to be paid have have on you know mikhail's extension right there's got to be a correlation there to some degree i mean, I mean, I mean correlation on all of that trying stuff. to forecast one way or another uh in some way right maybe maybe not i mean i i that's fair to think about here's what i was thinking earlier today um so Mikhail is eligible for the extension this now, obviously. Yep. Next season, if they don't extend him by the end of next season, becomes a restricted free agent. Um, and then Cam, if I'm not mistaken, will be eligible after next season for his extension, right? Yes. So if Mr. Sarver was worried about the luxury tax, what are the odds or what is it, what are the chances that Cam Johnson replaces – Jay Crowder on the cap sheet. Jay Crowder. After Jay Crowder will be the last season, year of his deal. 
last year of his deal. But he's he's only making ten million bucks a year. Ten million bucks a year, but right. I mean, but if, if you yeah, can, that goes away. If you can trade him, I guess. Um, and I'm not. I don't want to trade Jake Crowder. Jake Crowder. I love Jake Crowder. Uh, but if if it you know push comes if to Cam usurps Jake Crowder as the starter. Exactly. And let's say you pay Cam fifteen million a year. You're not paying fifteen million in luxury tax. You're paying or ex, you know salary plus luxury tax. However, that works. Uh, you're paying, you know, five on top of that. So I don't know. Just a thought. I kind of thought about that earlier today. Because so you see I, it all the time. You saw that with uh, with the Nets, right? They just traded uh, DeAndre Jordan to get rid of his contract because they were too far over the luxury tax. So I would not be surprised if Cam Johnson, I almost called him Cam Jordan, um, because he is number 23 and Jordan is his favorite player. But um, Cam Johnson, (laughs) (laughs) I read it in in an interview recently. Um, (laughs) um, I wouldn't be surprised if he takes over as that, that fifth starter from Jay Crowder. I mean, he basically, he had that position in the bubble and, you know, he, he was a rookie then. And I understand why they brought in Jay Crowder. They want a little bit more vet presence while cam grew into that role. And rightfully so so, seamlessly. Yeah. Yeah. And cam between the two of them, cam fits better as off the bench. He, you know, he's got a little bit more to his game than Crowder does. You know, he can put it on the floor a little bit. He does have, a little bit more athleticism than any of us thought. Um, you know, whereas Crowder really is, if he doesn't really have somebody to get him the ball in his spot, he's offensively not the greatest. Um, so, you know, cause they did try, I think they did try cam the stars role for a little bit. I don't think it worked that great last season. If I'm remembering correctly, there's a little, the, there's a small bit of time. There's in that where Frank got put in and it was early in the season. Cam Johnson was thrust into that four role when Kelly Oubre got hurt. He excelled at it in the bubble. They brought in Jay Crowder to kind of be a stopgap. And, you know, honestly, he is a he is a stopgap. The goal, I think, is to get Cam Johnson to be that fifth starter. And I think he'll do very well at that. So, I mean, for all intents and purposes, we have our starting five on this team. We better not lose it. Yeah, which is going to be the big the big it's question be tough. mark, right? It's tough. It's be, yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting. But I mean, it's, teams that win championships spend a ton of money. I right. mean, well, and, it's a and, lot of money. And here's the beautiful thing about this, though. And again, not to get to you know, you know what? Forget that. Let's get this way. Let's get a little podcast of optimism, right? Let's let's get that, mm-hmm. dude. We're still talking about we're talking about a team that is coming off a of finals run and is still in a championship window. You know, these yep. these are problems. We're sitting here, we're like, oh man, well, what about paying so and so and so and so? Well, guess what? At the end of the day, yeah, those are issues that need to be addressed moving forward. But whether that happens. Today, tomorrow, next week, in a month, a year, or it doesn't happen, that doesn't change what we have walking in front of us this season, right? And how long is that, boys? 
34 days. You guys didn't even remember that? Come on. See, that's why I did the math in my head earlier. Dude, you didn't even give me a chance to, like, fucking answer. There was a moment. (laughs) There was a momentary pause, was there not? Uh, No, actually, there was. it it hiccuped right there. And, like, it it cut off the pause completely. Paul, so you were talking about – so what we were just talking about. Where were we? Where were we? We were talking about Cam Johnson being developed into that – "Quote unquote fifth, fifth starter. starter, yeah, yep. Well, oh, and we were talking about the fact that it's beautiful that we are walking into thirty-four days. That's right, because you guys couldn't do, you guys couldn't even remember the number of days, even though you allege that it was because everything froze at that perfect, precise Dude, moment. A fucking calculator sus. gives I you more chance. I believe my kids would call that sus. Like that's what they would say. That's sus. Anyway, right. By the way, Cam Johnson." 30, plus 3,500 for sixth man of the year next season. Just saying. Ooh, okay. Well, if he takes over yeah. that starter's role, that's not just till the saying. year after, though. That's not till the year after. <laughs> I'm just saying he, well, could, he could steal the role, starter's role this year. Hold on, right, hold well, on, hold on. Then you can on. take campaign at plus 2,500. Hold on. Shh. Stop, stop, stop saying things. New segment idea right <laughs> off the top of the head. We're sticking with the music theme. I don't even know if this is the actual name of the song, but I believe it is. Playing with the boys. Let's talk gambling, right? Playing with the boys, Kenny Loggins, Top Gun, right? Is that am I right there? You know, playing. Yeah, you are right. Gun. Yeah, oh. you know, you know, anyway. you know uh, basketball or volleyball in uh, jeans is, yeah, that's the thing. It it was in that movie, anyway. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So Dan, so you said Cam Johnson plus thirty five hundred and campaign what? Plus twenty five hundred. Ooh, hmm. I would, I would, you know what? I would throw a little, well, here's the problem. And I'm actually, you know, I would throw, I would throw money at Cam, Cam Johnson on that. I would. Well, here's the thing. So mo- most people would say, well, they might split the vote, but isn't that what happened with Joe Ingles and uh, Lou Williams? Wait, not Lou Williams. Was it Lou Williams? No. Who the fuck? Oh, Jordan Clarkson. Sorry. Jordan there Clarkson. you go. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Retarded, sorry. Not him either. Anyway. But yeah, no, go ahead. But no, you're right. That That is what people would say. And that's actually why I kind of paused for a moment. But your point along those lines is? Um, I would take Cam Johnson, too. Because I think he's going to make a... And this is, again, why I picked Cam Johnson over... Uh, Mikel Bridges. I think he's going to make a huge leap, and this might be this might go against picking him because I think he's going to make such a big leap that he's going to end up in the starting lineup midseason. So, oh, hmm. whoa, hold on, wait, whoa, hold on, Saucy. So, and they move Mikhail out? No, no. Or they move Jay out? They move Jay to the sixth man. Hmm. I see. Hmm. Uh, well, hmm. nah, I don't like that. I don't know. I'm just going to There's a making, balance thing to making, making noises. Paul, though, did you give like a cringe face at some point while Dan was just speaking? Uh, uh, I feel like you did. And I couldn't remember. Doesn't what he, he always saying. make a cringe face when I'm speaking? Something about Cam Johnson, I'm assuming. I don't know. No, everything copacetic there for you. I forgot. <laughs> so, good. Paul, would you take either of those bets? 
Oh, actually, I remember a point. Yeah, so um, Cam Johnson, I would probably <laughs> take. I think I think I literally saw, I literally saw a light go on right there. That was awesome. Yeah. So, Bazinga, Cam Johnson. I can't. I can't see Cam Johnson getting the six man, just because of the way his game is. Usually, those the guys who get six man are a lot of times. You know, they're combo guard guys. They're guys who are flashy. The guys who score a lot. They're usually guys who like you know. Jamal Crawford and Lou Williams are very much, you know, the types of guys who get it. You know, those, you know, dribble a lot, shoot up a lot of threes. Cam Johnson's a lot of his scoring, much like McHale, much like Jay Crowder, is dependent on somebody getting the ball to him in a position where he can do something with it. The guys who get six man are guys who are, you know, can create their own shot. Not that not that Cam can't, but that's not like the primary focus of his game at this point. So, in that, with that sense, I that's why I think campaign has a better shot at it. Montrose Harrell won it the other year, but other than that, your point is well taken. The the long history of it is exactly what you're saying. I just had yeah, to point so out that one just, just quite kind of, quite interestingly timed anomaly. <laughs> just to kind of. Uh, Round it off. So this, I mean, this bet. I mean, I know, I know we're talking about Cam Johnson and campaign, but the the money. I mean, the the value bet might be with Kevin Herter. He's plus twelve hundred, and that's exactly what Paul was saying. A combo guard that can shoot red velvet. Sets. Red, uh, red velvet. <laughs> he had a good playoffs too. So I don't know. I, I and you know what? Forgive me for not watching enough. Uh, Atlanta Hawks uh, basketball, but I thought he was a starter. I don't think so. Well, he might have started in the playoffs, but that would be quite quite the trick, wouldn't it? Yeah. I mean, (laughs) no, isn't, uh, uh, didn't he might have filled in for DeAndre Hunter, who was out with injury? DeAndre Hunter's a four, dude. It's like a three, isn't he? No, no, no. D- I, I would, I would suggest DeAndre Hunter's a five. He's a not four, a three five combo. He's not a three. And Kevin Herter's definitely not a three. He's more yeah. of a two. <laughs> We're gonna let's keep moving down the list here. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so anyway. Um, all right. So since we're on the gambling, so. Uh, by the way, how awesome is it? But hold on, you were making a point. So, oh, you're saying you're just saying that maybe the money, the smart money, could be on uh, uh, Kevin Herter. Herter. So okay, he's awesome. a, okay. So so by the way, DeAndre Hunter, I I was I was off as well. He's more of a he's a three four, but anyway. So sorry, Paul. You but right. still, he's not. But he's still not Kevin. I mean, I those are two very. Well, I mean, different. if they sh- you shift the wait, you thought DeAndre Hunter. Hunter's nickname was Red Velvet. No, Kevin Herter's nickname is Red Velvet. Kevin Herter's nickname. His, his, right. Kevin Herter's right. Red Velvet. Oh, you're, never mind. I, I totally yeah. thought. I, I, lost, I, I lost myself yes. in that conversation. Let's yes, move on. Yes, you, yes, you did. Anyway, um, so, by the way, how awesome is it that sports gambling is legal in Arizona? I've had so much fucking fun the last week. And it is very little, enjoyable. I've actually made a little bit of money. One of my... One of my parlays actually just hit, by the way. Um, Congratulations, my friends. Just won $175 on a three-leg uh, parlay in baseball. So um, thanks you won how to much? The, uh, uh, 175 
Okay. I thought I heard you say 7500 I'm like... <laughs> oh, apparently Paul's like $175, though, is no big deal. <laughs> no, $175 is a good number, but it's Jeez. not $7,500. I think it was more a question bet, of like, so. yeah, Tough to I was like what kind of odds did you have? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I bet $25. Um, it was a couple... Uh, I had the Diamondbacks getting beat and of course and then uh the red sox uh money line along with uh, fuck, i forgot what else hold I on can we else, can we anyway. get back to talking more suns related lines yeah can, let's let's that. do this so yeah um let's, let's I'm, i mean to... congratulations on your lovely evening even though paul feels like it's no big deal but i, I think fantastic no i do i do that's, that's a nice fine, dinner paul we, we understand we understand what you're oh, jesus man Nice All dinner. I think about is food, man. That's the first thing you go to is a nice dinner? Like, well, you did just say all I think of is food. Anyway, I am a little hungry, though, myself. But regardless, Dan, congratulations. But let's talk more. Same concept, more on point about the yeah, Suns. So, um, over-unders. So, over-unders is always a fun exercise uh, when it comes to sports gambling. It's even gonna. It's going to be even... It's not going to be funner. It's going to be more fun for all you English majors out there. So the Suns are currently at 51 and a half. Um, if you bet the over, you get plus 105, uh, which is basically one-to-one odds. So bet 100, win 200. Um, or if you take the under, it is, if you take the under, it's minus 125, which means that a lot of people are betting the under on 51 and a half. What say you guys? Because I think the Suns are going to win 60-plus games, but oh, that's yeah. just me. No, I'm taking the over on that. And if, yeah. if for the record, let me clarify, I didn't. I will not bet on the Suns. Even though sports gambling is now legal, I, re, I will not. Oh, me either. I will, I will bet on the Diamondbacks. I will bet on yep. the Cardinals. I will not uh-huh. bet on the Suns. Uh-huh. Yeah. There's, there's too much fucking juju with the Suns. I don't know. We blew a yeah, fucking no, two nothing sure. lead in the finals. Mm, yeah, no. Okay, we good. Yeah, let's, no, let's move on. I'm not, so anyway. I'm not doing that. Shit. So, no. so, 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 um, yeah, no, I, I take, yeah, I'm with you, dude. Like we've we've already talked the Suns over, right? Haven't we? I mean, I think we're all in the same boat. First of all, yeah, over fifty one and a half for sure. But I, I believe I said this a couple weeks ago. Can see them getting into that sixty two win territory. I just, I think that team is this good. That, so it's that good. <laughs> <laughs> so not not sure. Um, so I'm not sure how the um, how it works as far as the parlays go because obviously I'm pretty new to sports gambling, being that it just started like a week ago. Um, but the Suns are plus two twenty for to win the Pacific Division. If they if you can parlay that with the over, and I'm not sure if you can, that'd be a fucking hold on. You know what? Please hold. Dan's betting this now. I, I think no, no, I didn't I'm expect not. that I'm just, to be it. Well, okay, but anyway, it, well, I mean, so it's paying the over unders. The over unders paying paying even money, and what's the other one paying? Uh, the other one's playing plus two twenty. So, 
Bet a hundred probably get three hundred. If you did it, you could probably. But if you if you could parlay those, it'd probably pay only like plus what, seven hundred maybe, something like that. But you can't parlay it. I just tried. I don't think so. Plus, like parlaying up, like I don't know. I guess I any like any it's, any. It's kind of redundant, right? Yeah, yeah it's related. You're, you win so, one, you have a good shot, better shot. Any other, either. any other interesting Suns ones? Any other interesting Suns ones that you want to throw out there, dude? Um, the Suns win the Western Conference plus six hundred. Front of them, let me guess: two teams. One of them is the <gasps> Lakers, because obviously, because whatever, so be it. The other what? one. The, the, the Lakers, hey, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let let me let me guess, Dan. I just want to see if I can guess based on your reaction who the other team is. Um, hmm. I'm gonna say it's got to be the the Jazz. Mm. No, it's the Warriors, huh? It's the motherfucking Golden State Warriors, dude. I don't under I don't get it. I don't understand. I don't understand. They did not make the fucking playoffs last season when Steph Curry went out of his mind and almost won the MVP without making the playoffs. Wait, is adding, it is this? And they're adding Clay Thompson. Oh, Clay Thompson, who hasn't played in two fucking years, dude. Two just years to win the West in the regular season. No, this is the Western Conference winner, as in this team goes to the finals. Okay. So you're telling me that Clay Thompson, who had the two worst injuries that a basketball player could <laughs> ever have, an Achilles tear and an ACL. Is gonna come back and he's gonna be 2016 Clay Thompson? I don't fucking think so, man. I don't. I, this drives me up a fucking wall. I don't know if it's because it's the media that wants the nostalgia of the Warriors from that dynasty. I get it. They were amazing. They were great. As much as I hated it, they were they were great. They were great, and it pissed me off more because they were what the Suns should have been in the seven seconds or less era, and I feel like. They stole our championship. We were just a little. We were too early to the fucking party, man. All right. We were the twenty twenty one Suns. Yeah. Right. We got there too <laughs> right. quickly. Okay. Damn. So let me ask you this question because obviously you you don't expect Clay that we are known uh, the the clay that we know to come out this year right so what kind of player do you think the the, the warriors are going to get in clay thompson this year like can you give me a, a generally like a comp of another nba player i don't just kind of curious what kind of fall off you're seeing because so, obviously going to be an upgrade over whatever it was that they were running out last year but if it's sure. not that maximum upgrade then the question is all right well how sure. how viable are their are their chances? I, I I get it. I think I think my 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 anger is that my anger. Jesus Christ, I'm not that angry. Um, is that they just think that? Oh, let me just plug in Clay Clay Thompson, and we're going to go to the fucking finals. That's ridiculous because it's literally one player. And my thing is okay, Clay Thompson. Let's say. Okay, look at Gordon Hayward. How long did it take Gordon Hayward to come back from a snapped ankle? Like a year and a half? Yeah. Clay Thompson tore his Achilles and had an ACL injury, and he's just going to come back and just snap of a finger? He's going to be 2016 Clay Thompson, right? Yeah? No? 
I don't think so. I I do not think so. So hey, Paul, what do you think about what do you think about the Suns at plus seven hundred, plus six hundred, plus six hundred? Yeah. Mm. Uh, to win the to win the West. To win the West. To basically, to be in the finals again. It's a value pick for sure. Yeah, I mean it's it's definitely possible. The Jazz. I, are I'm rooting for it. Let's say this. Let's let's do this. So we've. I laid think we have a better shot than the Jazz. I'll tell you that much. And I I, do, I agree with Dan. I think that we have a better shot than the Warriors. I think the the Warriors are there because there's still a lot of bandwagon people who are putting money. So that's where the odds get to. Okay, I'm giving you. So we've laid out a bunch of different bets, right? Here's where I'm getting at with this. I'm gonna give you. $100,000, you get one bet. You get to pick one of those ones, those Suns ones that we've laid out. Which one are you going to do? Can we repeat these real quick? Sure. Go off memory. <laughs> so this is all based on except for the right? over, Except for the over win total, because no, nah, that's just yeah. too easy. So uh, to win the Western Conference, plus 600, right? Um, you know what? Let's mm-hmm. let's just for fun, just for an easy bet. Let's do this. One. Oh, so make the playoffs I... minus thirty five hundred. Which, if you give me a hundred thousand dollars to oh, bet, whoa, 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 you you can't you can't go. I said of all the bets we've been talking about, you can't go and be like, oh, well, how about this bet? Yeah, obviously that's what you would do because then okay. you're just gonna <laughs> Jesus, man. Why? I thought I got rid of the whole. Let's change the question around that Justin just very Let's clearly see, where, asked. Where are the Paul. odds to be the one seed? Let's focus uh, on the point at hand, please. Don't I don't think there's odds on that, or not that I can find at least. Okay, so the ones that okay, Cam Johnson plus thirty five hundred, hundred thousand dollars would pay you what three point five million, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Plus thirty five hundred. Paul, you're the you're the uh, CPA. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Three point five million uh, campaign uh, to win uh, sixth man of the year would be two point five million. I guess, I guess um, we, we don't need the conversion. <laughs> okay, okay, thanks. So this we didn't talk about this one on the pod, but we talked about it before. DeAndre Ayton for defensive player of the year. It's plus four thousand. Okay. Just think about it. Uh, we that can throw that second. one. We can throw that one in the hat. That's fine. Okay. Keep going. Let's do coach of the year real quick. Monty Williams. Ah, we who, can throw got, that one. who got fucking robbed last year, by the way. Plus so are we just gonna are, are we <laughs> Okay. <laughs> are we just gonna what? Are we just gonna rattle off all of the Suns bets now? Like you know what? Why not? Can, is okay. that okay? I mean, I thought this was the podcast of optimism. Well, I mean, I I, I was kind of going We're down off, a path there. He, he had to, a plan. To get to a point so he could wrap up. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, but we're optimistically betting a hundred thousand dollars to win. You know, to you know, retire. So on the on the bets that we talked about earlier, can you can you recite those as Paul had requested? Okay, fine. You know what, Paul. The first three that he just said. Well, one of those three are your choices now. <laughs> this is fucking done. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wanted to give you MVP odds because that 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 was like my ultimate one. Right. Fine, put MVP in there too. What is it, Dan? <laughs> 
Don't look all dejected, man. <laughs> Devin Booker plus twenty five hundred. I feel like that's a value pick. Uh, okay. Two point five million, one hundred thousand dollars. Just saying. So, Paul, let me get. I'm just kidding, dude. <laughs> did, did, did you remember what he just said? Paul looks just dumbfounded right now. <laughs> well, because if I had a hundred thousand dollars, I'm not unless I'm already a billionaire. I'm not throwing a hundred thousand dollars on any of those. Was dead just said. Jesus. Okay. Okay. No, no, no. Let's go ahead. I, uh, I, I want to get back to the original ones because one of those I will pick. Did he just do that? Did you just do that? No, Dan? he went through those fucking like. What were the original okay. ones? All right, all right. Let's okay. Let's go to the original ones. Sorry, guys. My bad. Uh, sixth man of the year. Uh, Cam Johnson at plus thirty five hundred. Campaign at plus twenty five hundred. Okay. Okay. And. and <laughs> hold on. And that was for sixth man of the year. Uh-huh. And then we had, and then we had the Suns at plus six hundred to win the Western Conference. I feel, like those were, I feel like those weren't the only three that we talked about. <laughs> Did you bring? Oh, you brought up Defensive Player of the Year for eight and two, right? Yeah, plus, plus four thousand. I'll take campaign. Well, I, okay. I guess I guess Dan, maybe we shouldn't sneak in the plus six hundred there because that's the obvious answer, right? Like if you have a hundred thousand dollars, you pick the the one that's most likely going to happen, right? Yeah. Don't you think of all of those that would be or I guess maybe hold on, maybe I'm jumping to conclusions here. Maybe I am. So Paul, Paul's pick is campaign at plus twenty five hundred. Dan, what about yourself? Um, I'm picking the Suns at plus 600, um, simply okay, because, so we're on you know, my, you know, my feelings on the Warriors and, um, the Lakers are, <laughs> I don't, I, I just, well, I just well, let's, laugh let's, okay. Let's, let's step point. back then. Let's, let's slide that one out and let's go at the, um, book. So book as the leading score of the NBA was plus, no, no. This, the, that was the MVP. MVP. Leading scorer in the NBA. We can do that. That was plus, that's 2,500. If he's the uh, leading scorer in the NBA, that is plus 3,500. So. Okay. So those what? are our four right there. Hold on. We're four. We're done. We're done. <laughs> leading scorer in the NBA, 3,500. 3,500. Book, book MVP, 2,500. Yeah. Campaign, six man, 2,500. Cam Johnson, six man, thirty five hundred. One pick of those four, so we take out the six hundred. I guess Paul, well, maybe Paul, that could change your opinion because we added in those book ones. So, does that nope. change your opinion first, Paul? No. All right, Dan. What about you? Does that change what I don't remember what you said or if you gave an opinion yet? I'm I'm taking book for MVP at plus twenty five hundred, and the reason being is. Plus 3,500 for scoring leader. I don't think Brad Beal is going to be on the Wizards, who's, I mean, let's be honest, they're, they're not going to be terrible, but they're going to kind of suck. So he's probably going to win it again. Um, and Luka Doncic is going to be on a shitty Mavs team who people are going to try and fit into the contender 
you know, pool, but let's just be honest, he's not going to be there and he's going to probably be up there too. And Dame's ahead of him. And so is Curry and Giannis. He has a lot of people to jump. Whereas, whereas he is on a team with Chris Paul and DeAndre Aiden, where he on any given night might not be the first option. Well, he's going to be the first option, but there's some nights why he might defer to those two other guys. Like, I don't see the, the the scoring title in his – I mean, he can he do it? Absolutely. But I don't think that's going to be the, the safe bet. I'm going uh, booked plus 2,500 for MVP. Yeah, and I and I think that's I think that's a good call. And and to your point of you know the scoring title thing, well, if if books in that conversation, then I think like something weird is happening because sure. <laughs> books in the scoring title conversation, he's in the MVP conversation. Yes and no. Mm. Because I think if books in the scoring title conversation, something weird happened with Chris Paul. Or either or, or DeAndre Aiden because when the Suns were going good last year, it was a well a well oiled machine, and those guys were averaging about twenty five points per game. So, who's I mean, where's he taking points from? I guess is what I'm asking. Well, it's not where he's taking points from; it's where he's in Ooh, becoming more points? efficient. I'm oh. saying he's becomes more efficient. I mean, if he turns that was thirty four percent. Three point shot to 38, 39%. I mean, that, that will get, will give you, get him up to 30 ish points and might even get him over that. That's a good, you know, that's a few more foul calls. That's a great point. However, my boy (laughs) Byron's got us, right? If, uh, (laughs) if, uh, if, if that's happening, then he's not playing fourth quarters. Right, the Suns are going to be blowing teams out, and they're he's going to be taken out after the and, and, and that's and that's when Steph Curry got a unanimous MVP was because they were kicking everybody's ass so bad he got to sit in third quarters. Exactly, but he didn't win a scoring title, or did he? I don't think so. What was that? Twenty sixteen <laughs> that he won the. He's never won the scoring title. I don't think. I don't think so either. Okay, but twenty sixteen was when he was unanimous MVP. Because yeah. that was the same year when they had the undefe- when they had the uh, best record in the regular season, and then blew a three one lead in the finals. But I I don't like to say that anymore because the Suns blew a two zero lead and it just hurts. It yeah. does. It does. And LeBron but you James know, is now in the Lakers, so you know what okay. does not hurt. Well, this actually does hurt. I feel like we should wrap up this episode because <laughs> yo, this is action packed. It's 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 a doozy. It's long, and I'm. I'm I'm sweepy. Not gonna lie, I'm getting a little sweepy, right? <laughs> You're trying to be sweepy. But I mean, hey, no, not really. I'm not really tired at all, actually. But what I do want to know, though, is does anybody have anything else you want to chat about? I mean, is there anything else out there? Do we have anything else that we want to throw out there? I don't think so, right? No, probably save it for next week, anyways. Oh yeah, totally, <laughs> totally. That's what actually, we'll I, I, I have oh a- man. Dan with the buzzer beater. Let's do it. Let's go. I'm getting cozy. I have a couple lines I want to go over with you guys. I'm fucking with you, dude. Oh, okay. I was I was all like leaning in, ready to go. But okay, so we done. We done. All right, so let's go ahead. We'll wrap up this episode of Fanny Flame. This was fun. This was enjoyable. This was it really was feisty. I loved it. Anyway, 
Bad blood. I know that was super weird. All right. So as always, we appreciate you guys putting up with our antics like you do week in and week out. And look at us. We're, we're still on track, dude. I love how suddenly Paul uh, and I never cancel anymore. Like we don't want to be that guy. Actually, Paul did once, but that's fine. We've forgiven him, right? It was no big deal. But he didn't technically cancel. He just fell asleep. <laughs> well, I mean, I think he told us he was. When going there were to- just two of us, <laughs> when there were just two of us, that meant it was canceled. Now having three people, we can. No, but I'm just saying know. the irony of of you like that not ha- that only happening once in like five weeks when that was like the regular last year. Suddenly, it's suddenly it's like the motivation is back. Maybe it's because it's maybe FOMO, it's- dude. It's FOMO. Also, also oh. we're a wolf pack now. Oh yes. I, this is this is true. Whoa, this episode's still going. Wait, who, so, hey, who's, our, who's our fourth? Who's missing? <laughs> what? Wait, we know. Actually, I know who our fourth oh. is. Who's missing? Anyway, so we appreciate you guys putting up with our antics. I was literally just saying that. How perfect was that? It was too perfect. You can follow me on Twitter. I'm at so says Jay Paul. At Dervish of World. Dan. And the pod is at Fan the Flames NBA. We'll be back next week with more wild and goofy things. <laughs> but until then, depending on when you're listening, have yourself a good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Chirp, chirp. Just